Welcome to the Dr. Dad's Podcast, where a naturopath and chiropractor come together each week to share lifestyle medicine, health advice, and inspiring interviews with some of the top experts in health and wellness, bringing you the latest in nutrition, exercise, ancient healing, toxins and detox, your microbiome, mindset, hormones, brain, and much more. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you how to experience growth daily. Well, hello there. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dr. Dad's Podcast. I'm here with my brother from down under or down south, uh, Dr. David Wardy. How you doing, buddy? How are you, my brother? Real quick, before we get started, I think a happy birthday is in order for you, big <laughs> man. Yeah, that's so right. Dr. Nick hit the big 4-0 today, and I can't tell you, he looks younger than when I met him about three years ago, so he's not aging. He's anti-aging, so for the that's listeners... Right. He is, uh, but brother, happy, everybody. happy birthday, man. Thank you. It's a big it's day. It is. It, you know what's funny is I woke up this morning and I had no idea it was my birthday. I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention. It's not that I didn't, I, I just didn't tune into it. I just got to my morning practice, woke up, did my thing. And it wasn't until my boys came downstairs and said happy birthday. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's, today's, my, today's my birthday. So thank you for that. Appreciate, uh, appreciate Live, it. Living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. And that's right. So if all of you want to know how to reverse the aging process, make sure you tune in, tune into the episodes, go back and listen from the beginning. And we're going to be talking with someone today about how to do that with sound healing. And, and this is probably our fourth podcast, I think, on discussing the role of sound as a therapy and as a tool for healing. And so we're super excited to be sharing one of uh, my dear friends, uh, Lal Pova, from drumming and health, and I'm going to let him dialogue a little bit on on some of his history. But uh, my experience of Lyle's, I met him in a Kundalini Yoga teacher training, in fact, and uh, we got, we hit it off right away. Lyle's one of these genuine, gentle souls with a, a vitality and the spirit of a teenager. You just I mean, he runs marathons all over the world. He teaches drumming in, in different drumming circles and different healing avenues and prisons and hospitals and from children to adults. I mean, he's just, he's touching the hearts of so many people's lives and souls through, through his passion and purpose in, uh, with drumming. So, uh, so excited to share him with all of you and, and he's going to talk about his business and his story and that kind of thing. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Lal here and, uh, unless David, you wanted to share a couple words on, on how you met him and what your experience was and then we'll let Lal take over. Yeah, we got to give him his due credit for this guy is amazing on the drums. I mean, yeah, that's something he's doing to touch many people around the world. But I mean, my experience was at three, uh, 3HO Men's Kundalini Yoga Camp in Vancouver. And I just remember seeing Lyle, like every time there was music being played, this guy was just there in the back beating his drums. This guy is just a madman on the drums. He's very, very talented. He does it with such ease, looks so natural when he sits there and plays, right? I mean, it looks almost innate, like it's just in you all the time. And buddy, I mean, for me, the sound was a big part of that whole week. And thank you so much for bringing what you brought there, man. And then getting to experience the drum circle, which was like one of the the top things for me when I was there. And we're going to talk about that today. But brother, very, very gifted and talented. And you're sharing that with the world. And I can't tell you how much that's, that's, it's amazing. Yeah, so there you have it. So this is a big, big lead into this amazing man, Lao Pova. So please share what what got you into drumming, and and actually Lao's actually live in my office today, so we got a face to face with with David Wardy. So um, yeah, if you tell us a little bit about your history and what got you into drumming, and and we'll go from there. Yes, yeah. 
Well, thank you, both of you guys. Thanks so much for the opportunity to be on the Dr. Dad's pod podcast. It's so amazing. And happy birthday to you. Thank you. Wow, it's thank all you. I can do to, <laughs> to hold myself back from singing now. Yeah. So congratulations. 40's a big one. Wow. It is, yeah. That's awesome. It feels like it. It should be. It should be a big one. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, the journey has been amazing and the journey's been um, it's been long and I'm looking forward to, to decades and decades more of, of, uh, you know, this amazing career that has sort of developed over time. And, uh, I, I had a big birthday this year as well. I turned 65 wow. and first of all, it's sort of, it's a little bit unbelievable to start with, um, because I am actually feeling better and better as I age, right? And I'm in better shape than I've ever been, right? And that's not to say that I was out of shape in my earlier years, because, you know, diet and lifestyle and activity and expressing oneself through in joyful ways has, has always been a really important thing for me. But I guess, uh, you know, over 50 years as a musician, you know, I get to express that joy and in uh, regular ways mm -hmm. so um, I guess 25 years ago or so I decided I wanted to create a company um, that was based on health and and you know drumming was my passion I was a kit drummer for years and years and years and then when I discovered the African djembe when I put you know, human skin against animal skin and experience that resonant, rich, healing sound of the drum. I was, I was done. I was basically like, I need to, I need, this is my life. Wow. Right? And so then I made a couple of trips to Africa and uh, studied with some masters. And, um, but the big, the big message that came back from Africa was that while before Africa, I was playing music with people. Mm -hmm. When I came back, I wanted to play, uh, I'm sorry, I was playing music for people beforehand. Right. When I came back, I realized I want to share this. So I want to play music with people, right? It's a whole different dynamic. And it really, it's about building, now it's about, it's about building community, mm -hmm. connection, health through an expressive art. So, yeah, it's really, it's been a, a journey of, um, you know, seeking out healthcare facilities where I can work. Um, you know, I've worked at St. Paul's Hospital doing research with uh, eating disorders. I, I continue to work at, uh, at BC Children's Hospital, and I've been there 27 years. So just kind of, you know, the, uh, the momentum is building, and the career just feels like it's on a really great kind of path ascension kind of thing. So beautiful. And I'm meeting people like you guys, mm -hmm. you know, who, you know, people who really want to collaborate and work together and, um, you know, build partnerships mm -hmm. and yeah, really spread the word about health. It's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing time. I'll tell you what, when, when I get to see pictures of you on Facebook and some of the stuff you post, whether you're doing a marathon or you're, you're playing 
the drum for just a sick individual in Children's Hospital. I mean, if my heart just goes out to you because you, you've got so much to give and there's so much to give in the form of music. It's, it's like, you know, following you and the work that you're doing, you, you're, you're doing it from such an inspired and beautiful and genuine place. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm always very, let's say, moved or feel blessed when I can see people following their purpose and doing it in such a way that you're touching the hearts and lives of so many people. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's so inspiring, you know. And, and sometimes I think that, oh, the only people that can do that are the ones that are helping people in healthcare and social programs and things like that. But you're taking a gift that you had and you're applying it to health and helping people in recovery and mental health and children's health and all these different areas. And it seems so beautiful that, that you can, that you can bring that to, to these individuals. And so tell, tell us, what does that mean for one, what does that mean to you that you get to do that? And two, um, what kind of things do you see awaken in people when they're, when they're in experience with you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, for me personally, um, that I get to express my chosen art in a way that helps others. So to, to be in service to self and, and feed oneself first and then inspire others in, in the same way um, and model, I guess, model uh, a joyful life mm-hmm. is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. We can never know, like the three of us here can never know the impact of just, you know, the littlest thing that we might say that inspires somebody, right? And uh, the ripple effect is amazing. And, um, you know, it's, it's so imperative these days with we're all concerned about the health of not only ourselves, but our families and our communities and the planet. So it's so imperative that we model what we want for ourselves right totally. so um so yeah that's that's really important yeah. and then the second so half the same part was what you see in people when they when they receive that yes that uh that blessing from you and that inspiration yes. and yeah yes um so really people come alive yeah people really uh come alive and um you know i'm thinking just in this moment when i I contemplate some of the people that I've worked with who are really struggling uh, with life and just finding their place in the world, um, you know, in, in the healthcare centers that I work in and, and the eating disorders programs. Um, you know, I've had people say, you know, I feel connected to the inside and the outside like I haven't, like I've never felt before. Yeah. Right. And, um, there can be, with so many illnesses and conditions, there can be such a disconnection totally. um, yeah. to their inner world, yeah. right? And our, 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 our outer world, you know, um, is asking for more and more and more of our attention. Yeah. So there can be a real disconnect. But, um, you know, uh, I've had people say things like, playing the drum was like a way to speak words that I was holding back. Wow. So, you know, when we get a chance to express how we're feeling. So, um, especially for those that don't have that voice and maybe they never felt like they had a safe environment. And exactly. that really lands in a big way for them. Yeah, that's powerful. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the drum can be, uh, you know, you mentioned safety, yeah. Uh, people can feel really safe yeah. when with the drum because you kind of feel held with it within a container, right? And I, I'm remembering at the um, at men's camp, you know, wow, that was just so unbelievable for me because I had not experienced a container of men. I'd done previous men's camps, yeah. but there was 140 of us there, right, David? It was, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, and just that safety where men can feel safe with other men. Mm -hmm. And then the drum is that, you know, that healing sort of container. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine for some people too, that aren't, aren't used to expressing themselves, whether it's in words or movement and whatnot, there's, there's a total discomfort in doing something, but you make it so easy for everyone to get involved. I mean, when Lyle's teaching a process, you start off with the, what do they call the boomsticks? Boomackers, yeah. Boomackers, <laughs> and then you move on to different basic rhythms. And then people just sort of level up their their awareness. Oh, I can actually keep rhythm. Mm -hmm. I can follow along. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're building confidence in the process of it so that people feel like they can express themselves. Yes. Like, so I totally get that, uh, that aspect. David, I know you're going to say something there. Um, I was going to say we need it. more cowbell. That was one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> I got to play the cowbell. It was awesome. That's it. But you're well, right. I mean, people get that reference. Yeah. Saturday Live with Will Ferrell. He needs yes. more cowbell. More yeah. cowbell. Um, no, but yeah, in addition to, you know, I, I wanted to touch on something real quick because we're just talking about the drum circle. And, you know, mm -hmm. Lyle earlier was saying how when he first put his hand on an African drum and felt that, that high, you know, meet with your hand. You know, one of the things that we talked about, you brought up at men's camp was like, what, what do you guys feel when you're, when we're allowing this sound to move through us in this drum circle? And it just felt very innate. It almost felt like that, that, that type of vibration from those types of drums, because it's, you don't get that from real music like that you listen to on the radio. It felt like our DNA is tuned to it somehow. Uh, yes. It felt it felt very tribal, ritualistic, like like this is in us and it's been in us for a long time. Yes. And it really moves through you, buddy, a lot differently than regular music does. Yes. Well, it, yeah, I agree. It is absolutely in us. It lives in our bones. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, it's an interesting thing. Um, over the years and the thousands of people that have been in the uh, drumming circles, um, so many people say, you know, it's almost like a disclaimer that they, they need to proclaim beforehand, you know, I don't have a sense of rhythm. I just yeah. want to let you know, <laughs> you know. In case I screw it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, you can imagine sometimes I'm with thousands of people and it is never, like if that were true, it would be disastrous that they don't have rhythm, right? But it's, it's never been that. And, um, but the interesting piece for me is that typically, you know how it goes, you guys, that, that our beliefs tend to set the course for our life, right? Yeah. If we believe we can't do something, then we're probably not going to do that. Yeah. Same the other way, too. If we believe it, we can do it. Um, but in this case, people tend to believe that they don't have rhythm. And yet, like you said, David, I, it's in the DNA. Yeah, it's so powerful that it overrides 
mm. right? So we have a heartbeat. So we know that we can, we can just tap right into that primal beat, right? So we know how to do this, even though we believe that we, we can't, right? So, so true. It's a wonderful kind of override. It, you know, it really is. Um, you know, we talk, like Nick said, we've, this is, I think, our fourth or fifth sound episode, and we've, we've talked about it in many different delivery systems, and right, from, from you know, nod, nod yoga, right, chanting to, to sound therapy through headphones. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, but what kind of benefits do you see in some of these patients that, that you work with and stuff like that. I mean, I know you're doing research with eating disorders and you're at some of the different hospitals, but what kind of things do you see change in these people's health? Mm -hmm. um, so some examples in the hospital, I will work in the ICU sometimes with coma patients, uh, a whole, a whole range, sometimes burn patients, uh, various conditions and diseases. Right. But, um, you know, often what, what happens is that patients will perhaps just, just come out of the OR and just beginning to stir a little bit. And, um, you know, they hear the music, perhaps I'm, you know, in the vicinity playing music or something. And they look over, they begin to move, they might smile, they might ask for a shaker that they can hold in their hand. And it's often... Uh, you know, kind of the first bits of sort of life and movement and and joy that, that patients, doctors, parents will see. Yeah. So it can be really, really emotional. And of course, it's such a great thing if they want to participate and move. You know, it just, that's beginning the healing process already. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we need more of that too, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because my... I got to see my mom go through uh, an experience where she had her stroke. You saw my mom over just a couple mm -hmm. weekends ago. Actually, we had Lal over to our, our wedding, post-wedding oh, nice. ceremony. She, he played, or he got our, our whole group together. To oh, sweet. It was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> so those of you listening, if you're in the Vancouver area beyond, Lal actually does travel to uh, to set up these drum circles. So and he's got a packed van full of like <laughs> hundreds of drums and stuff. Um, but uh, to go back to my mom, when she was in the ICU, when she had her stroke, uh, you know, she was, she was in France when it happened, but we, my, myself and my brother and sister went, went to France. And one of the first things I said, we got to put music in my mom's recovery room. And so I was, we were playing some Snotum chords, some different uh, mm. yogic type chants. And uh, those are the first words I heard my mom say is she said, I, oh, I know Nick's here because he's playing his yoga music. <laughs> And I thought, how powerful is that? Because yeah. it's just connecting to a, a sound current, a frequency, a vibration, and people feel more relaxed, I imagine. Yeah. You probably see changes in heart rate variability and blood pressure and all sorts of other things that maybe or maybe not being monitored and whatnot. But even just seeing like a willingness or desire to like, hey, give me that shaker. I want to join in. Like that. Yes. I mean, how beautiful is that? Mm -hmm. And when we talk about safety, we talk about like creating a – a space that allows people to feel maybe normal or healed and whatnot. And just that little bit of um, contribution or, or connection goes such a long way, especially in this kind of scary environment like yes. a hospital, right? Yes. I'm sure. curious, how did you 
get your feet in the door in the hospital. Like how did, how did, uh, how did the connection happen in mm -hmm. Western medicine? Because this isn't happening. I imagine in all cities all across all hospitals. Right? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it, that, that, that piece, that's an amazing story actually, yeah. because I, I've been really blessed. Um, like I say, 27 years at BC children's hospital. Um, if, if, if you apply now, it's very difficult to get oh, in. Um, but uh, 27 years ago, I, I wanted to volunteer with kids. So, so I, I volunteered at the hospital and I, I was already a musician. So I kind of, I thought, oh, I'm not sure that I want to do music. You know, I already do that and that's my work. Do I want to do that here? Not sure. Um, so I just wanted to hang out with kids. But there was a guitar there in the playroom and I couldn't resist. And so I played a few songs and they said, well, hey, why don't we, um, you know, get you, like, we can find some money for you and we can have you start playing here. Right? So that was sort of the end of the, at the ground floor kind of thing. And, and, and now I have the honor of working with three or four uh, music therapists wow. at Children's Hospital. I'm not a music therapist, but we have a great relationship. You know, I've been, I guess I'm, I've been there longer than any of, they, uh, any of them have. Yeah. Um, but it was just, you know, um, I've been invited to many hospitals. St. Paul's Hospital was the same thing. Um, you know, the, I knew a nurse on the eating disorders ward and she said, wow, I think we need the, uh, the drum circle program wow. here. So we did a pilot project. It was like four weeks long. Then it got lengthened to six weeks and then three months. And then I did a nine month uh, research study. So um, it just develops over time. Well, it's, it's interesting that it all came from a place of just wanting to serve. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you just, you wanted to help the kids and, and find some way to contribute. And lo and behold, there was a guitar not too far away. You started playing. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> it's funny. Just, I mean, you posted a picture, I think, today of seeing you on stage with Tom Jones. Oh yeah. And maybe you can talk about that story, but like, it's, it's such an interesting, like you were talking about on TV show and I mean, you were in such a different world, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what you were doing before to, to now. And no doubt it's contributed to keeping you youthful and energized and keeping the marathons going. But uh, yeah. maybe if you could just kind of talk about um, that, yeah, that transition to service, like, cause I think it's an important mindset for people to understand when they sometimes you can get stuck in life and, and you just kind of grinding it out doing what you're doing, but you had a, it started with just an idea of wanting to serve and then, yes. and then things took off. Yeah. I think that's important for people to sort of hear the, your story on that. Well, the, yeah, the service piece is, is massive. And I think it really comes from the place of when we find what we're passionate about, then um, it stimulates so much, um, um, so so much joyfulness. And I I realize I've said the word joy a couple of times already, but truly it's about expressing a life through joyfulness. I think it was, I think it was. Um, um, it's been said that our purpose and our passion in life should be to express our more, most joyful moments, right? Wow. And so, I mean, I love that. And then, you know, that kind of lives in me. And then why wouldn't I, that's an abundant life. So why wouldn't I want to share that? So I think that's just really yeah. 
how it how it evolved over time. Yeah. So, so my another question is: I mean, you you've been a runner for quite a long time. Not that long, actually, oh, since 2014. Okay, I mean, well, you know, I called yeah. myself a runner. Yeah. I thought I was a runner, <laughs> kind of thing, and then then I realized, oh, maybe, maybe I'll do a marathon. And then I, when I did my first one, I realized, okay, this yeah. is what's running, what running's about. Right? So how so, can you, if you can kind of talk about that? That is a passion for you now too. It's, it's yeah. part of like your maybe your love for exercise and whatnot, but. And the two seem to be playing a role on just this this idea of what it means to deliver because you delivered a, a significant amount of people in, the, mm -hmm. in these big projects that you're doing, and uh, and you have to have that vitality. Mm -hmm. And so I, it's like there's this marrying of your own personal health and how you helped others inspire, uh, help to other help others to inspire that within themselves. Yes. So maybe we can kind of talk about. The journey of running and how it merges with the work yeah. you're doing with uh, drumming. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think, you know, running for me is really based on meditation. It, it is a meditation for me. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I guess around the same time that, I, that you and I took teacher training, yeah. Kundalini Yoga teacher training together, I started to run. And those two wow. are just like a perfect pair. To me, um, yeah, running and yoga. Wow, yeah. it's just such a a, a great thing. To and, the, and the cadence too, right? It's the almost cadence. like a, it's like a heartbeat. Exactly. Dun, 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 right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it's very rhythmical, yeah. right? The running, and so I'm actually chanting while I'm running, and and that, and um, and being out in nature is a great thing. But um, yeah, the running and the music so rhythmical, they just absolutely line up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for me, um, you know, the creation, as you guys will know, the creation of a, a business takes so much energy and time. And, and a lot of it is indoors, yes? Yeah. So I had to find a way to get out more. And when I took up running, my outside time probably, you know, at least quadrupled, wow. right? So, um, yeah, it was just... I. I had to find a way to be outside, so, yeah. I like that because so much of our life, David, you know, spent inside, working with patients and whatnot, and we were, I was, we were with Ryan actually on the weekend, a mutual friend, and he's a, he delivers mail. And we were kind of saying, you know, I'm kind of jealous that you get to spend so much time outside <laughs> because there's a, there's a power of being in nature, right? And you mentioned running outside and it's definitely part of health. Um, so, uh, like, what's your... Where do you see things going from here? Because you're in the hospitals. Maybe you can also talk about prisons that you're working in, mm -hmm. and like these are these are difficult populations, mm -hmm. like for most of medical care to work with. Yes. So it, maybe if you can talk about that, and then what's what's sort of coming down the pipeline for you? Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, so for the for the future, for me, it's all about uh, collaboration. It's all about working with people that are on the cutting edge of, of health, like both of you guys. Um, it's um, imagining and visioning, you know, a, a planet and a future and a humanity that is just really self-sustaining and very supportive, building community, that sort of thing. I haven't come across, um, you know, um, 
powerful disciplines like so the three things that are happening for me the running the drumming and yoga there and and you know i just recently created a program called drum yoga chant and people are coming out for this that sounds amazing i was just about to say you get to do like the three most fun things all day long <laughs> like you get to do your yoga you get to drum and you get to run like yeah, yeah. so there's a life buddy totally great that's totally why you great. that's how you look like you're getting younger yeah. <laughs> yeah so and then you know i'm really excited as i build the drum yoga chant community that um that next year um i'm launching this program called drum run and so drum run is a you imagine a musician that you know would say want to tour throughout bc right you you organize the dates you connect connect with the people you do the venue you get all the logistical details happening and then you get in a vehicle and you drive the tour right and you do your evenings or your daytime events right um but i'm going to run from community to community and and connect with all the running communities throughout the province connect with all the drummers around the province the the healthcare centers i want to enlist some of the youth you you mentioned corrections so so i've i've worked at various correctional facilities so there's one place called the um maples adolescent treatment center and so that's for for youth um and i would i would basically care um connect with their workers and see if we could train them up so that they would come on part of the tour right and wow. we do kundalini yoga in the morning and then they would run a portion of the whatever allocation of run wow that sounds like a blast so yeah you can run down to el paso yes hey i'll be go. down david <laughs> it, buddy. yes if you ever down south man yeah. totally. it's a long run it's a long run <laughs> But I, I can see that, like every every year, that could probably expand, though, right? I mean, you're bringing such important awareness and, and, and illumination to these different aspects of health, and like you said, corrections, and to bring yoga and, and vitality through running and drumming and, uh, and bringing it all together. That's yeah. so beautiful. Yes, David, I know you got some some more questions for for Lyle. So, Lyle, I have a question. Earlier, you were talking about how you played all these different instruments, but when you first, you know, hit the drum, the the African drum, you're like, man, that was it for me. I want you to just talk a little bit more about that. And then whether that has been one of the big catalysts that's left, kind of led you into the service of what you provide, man, because it's just amazing what you're doing for your, for mankind. And, and Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that was one of those moments, you know? Yeah. Well, so, uh, that that experience of just you know uh buying my first djembe african drum and just playing it was was profound and i still remember that uh today it was really um life-changing for sure um and it it would for me as well it was just really connecting with uh spirit world in in a sense because this is a this was a goat skin um, I felt a really direct, direct connection um, because as, as I played music before, I had played a kit drum, but, you know, which is amazing. Yeah. 
but you know there's a stick between your hand and the instrument right mm -hmm. and this just felt for me personally anyway just super direct right direct connection and just the fact that it's skin on skin was was quite profound then you know after that experience within about six months i i packed up my whole family actually and and we headed off with twin boys that were nine months old wow. and i headed to ghana west africa and um you know it's uh it was not uh not an easy life um there is a, there was a lot a lot of challenges in that and uh, thank god that um you know my wife was breastfeeding the boys so that was a you know that was an instant kind of food source but there was a lot of uncertainty and um but i started to study the drums and um i i realized that i was being shown a different way of building community um and i didn't really realize it uh, right away but when i got back and i started to purchase more and more drums and i started to work work with larger and larger groups i i saw that this you know i've been a musician part-time throughout my whole life but this is actually my life this is what i'm meant to do i have found my path this is my contribution right and so um yeah it was it was an amazing journey and still is what a, what a trip that was. Uh, go ahead, David. I'm, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just blown, man. It's so cool to hear when you hear stories like that about people. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah, to uproot your, your family. And how long were you in, in Ghana for? Uh, first time, six, six months. Wow. So, yeah, it was a real, real immersion. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, to have your, your boys there in that environment. You know, not that they would consciously remember those experiences but they, mm -hmm. they got that experience on a on a very ethereal and physical yes. level right um, yes whether or not they were fully conscious of that stuff beautiful mm -hmm. so you got some drums from there you you left the kit drum do you still play kit drums not really, not really. I, you know if if i if i actually come to a party or or some place and there's a drum set i get on it and yeah. i can still play but so how many, because I mean, I've seen his band, it's full of drums and, and one drum is like, it's like four foot by four foot. It's just <laughs> massive tribal drum that I think you also, you also got from, from Africa. How many, how many drums do you have? About a hundred. About a hundred. Yeah. So when you're working with groups, you can work with groups. Obviously you worked with uh, the men's camp group of 140. Yeah. What are, what's some of the largest groups of people you worked with? So uh, TEDx Stanley Park was twenty seven hundred people. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow! And and then one of the most fun, uh, most fun events was um, I worked for Lululemon, yeah. and did their international conference up at uh, the conference center in Whistler, wow. and there was nine hundred of their you know managers and executives, and in the round, and I hadn't actually worked in the round before. The round is so fun because usually you're you're working sort of like in festival seating. Yeah, yeah. But this was like a round stage in the middle of the conference center. And now you gotta play 360. You gotta just keep turning. And so that was that was fun. And because it's a yoga crowd, they are like they are on it. 
right? And it's super energetic and stuff. So I really, you know, I loved men's camp. You guys were at that because the men really stepped up, right? Yeah. And they are really present and and full on and really focused. Yeah, same thing with Lululemon. Yeah. Wow. So it must be pretty amazing and rewarding to be able to, to do your craft in front of that many people. And yeah. for every for it to be this eclectic group of different types of personalities and backgrounds, et cetera, but then you, you bring them into this environment and they're all syncing yes. with uh, with the beat of the drum and, and what, tell me what, what like tell us what it was it feel like when you're when you're in that experience coaching that many people through wow it's it's great um i always get super nervous beforehand um yeah and i have various techniques some of them being kundalini yoga techniques right to to get through that so those are so so helpful but um you know it really i you know, I seriously think that when you find your purpose and what you're meant to do in life, yeah. then sure, it's so natural to be nervous beforehand, yeah? yeah? But once you're in it, you're in the flow, it's just like I'm just, you know, people have said this before, I'm just a channel, yeah. right? And so people are responding to that actually there's somebody up on stage right now who is my guide and I am really happy to go with you because we're, we look like we fit. It feels like we're on an amazing journey. So it's amazing. Yeah. When you got to intertwine the whole, you know, you're talking about Kundalini, right? And yoga. And then now we're talking about sound. I, the, all I can, I can't help but think while you guys are just speaking about these things, when you're drumming in those circles and you're just feeling those vibrations and you're, you're hearing it just move through you, there's a piece of that man where you, you literally step out of your brain in the, in those moments. And I can totally see that team building aspect or just somebody in a hospital that is sick or, you know, all these different places that, that you're bringing this to people and influencing these people and, and helping change them. You're helping them get into that mind, right? Into that infinite for even just a few minutes. And the, what you're able to do with that, right? You know, the power of that. You're both Kundalini yoga teachers, right? so much power in that yes of just helping them get out of their brain for a few seconds right yes and the healing involved with that i mean it's massive and i bet that just feels amazing every time oh, yeah. you do it oh for sure i love i love how you say um you just get out of the brain get out of your head and you know that's the magic of it i think is again it's based on the heartbeat so literally i think we we experience moving from more head-based thought intellectual based thinking down into kind of a heart space right where the mind calms it settles right it 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 doesn't grasp so much and it can just be you know more intuitive based yeah um uh, dr leonard george said that um drumming breaks up the regular habit patterns of the brain and opens up the possibilities of new neural pathways being created. So, so what, what happens in the work I do uh, often I will, um, you know, on purpose give people like a, a rhythm or some sort of a, um, some sort of a task to do on the drum 
that just kind of blows out the brain. And what I mean by that is that I give them so much to do that they can't possibly track at all. So then somehow the brain has to let go. So I'll get them um, singing, moving, and drumming at the same time. So there's no way you could track all of that. And, and so what happens, I think, is that people do just let go and, and you know, kind of inhabit the rhythm, mm. right? And one of the big things, things that came out of the research I did um, at St. Paul's Hospital was this idea that, um, as, as people will know in eating disorders, one of the symptoms is incessant, never-ending thoughts about mm. food, obsessive thoughts about food, even to the extent that they dream about food, right? right? It's, it's constant. It never lets up in some cases. So um, what, you know, was reported from the drum circle uh, research study I did was that people um, say things like, I didn't think about food for the whole hour. Wow. So what is that? That's the beginning of recovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Well, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Makes complete sense. Yes. Well, if you think about like that, that in stuck inside that perpetual thought patterning, that's like that, that fight or flight response. It's the sympathetic, you know, tone of the, of the body completely wired for survival, especially when people are in a state of trauma, et cetera, et cetera. It's really hard to inhabit that part of ourselves, that parasympathetic, that deep relaxed and rest and healing state. Mm. And it's not really talked about enough in our Western medical uh, world, right? Everything is about a medication or a thought-based therapy, or something like cognitive behavioral, and not to put any of these things down, there's a role for all these things, but we know, and this is something to tie in the Kundalini Yoga, when we enter a different brainwave state, when we enter a different sympathetic to parasympathetic nervous system tone, when we start invoking um, you know, our heart instead of just our brain, we can get into the feeling body, where we're so disconnected from, and we're stuck in the mental body. And that's a powerful place to be where you can start to reconstruct your lifestyle, your, your eating habits, yes. all these things, because you're coming from a deeper resonant place. Yes. And uh, it's amazing to hear just that feedback of like, I didn't think about food. How many people, you know, whether they're, they're deep in, you know, mental pathology of eating disorder or they're stuck on the, the hamster wheel of weight gain and never changing their craving patterns, et cetera. If we just, gave people an experience of getting back into their body. Oh, I mean, yeah. and that's exactly what drumming is doing. Maybe yes. can, can you speak a little bit more to that? Yes, for sure. Um, I do speak about this sort of body, this body glove, mm-hmm. so to speak, being our home, our real home. Of course, we have places we live and residences, etc. cetera. But um, for us to be able to feel ourselves from the inside out is is just a, of course it's what we want to do we want to be present and we can't be present if we're not inside our bodies kind of thing so some of the some of the exercises some of the fun games we have are all about feeling the in the inside of our bodies right and uh, it's kind of you know residing completely fully here. So, you know, often what happens at the end of a session is that people just say, you know, 
I, I'm not really thinking about anything, right? And it's such a break. It's sort of a respite for the, uh, for the monkey mind, right? So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I see it as such a, a very useful tool for so many people that have trouble with something like meditation. Right. So, because so that, that word scares so many people. When I was talking to a patient yesterday, she's, I think, um, like 17 right now. And we talked about her having to quiet her mind and find ways to do that. And I told her it doesn't have to be this whole like yogi style thing where you're sitting Indian style and you're trying to like be with yourself and not think. I said, you know, I told her there's all different ways to do this. But Lyle, I can totally see you like with an app one day where people just go buy a drum or they order it off your website and you take them through different rhythms and say, okay, do this for the next week or two and then go to the next phase and you yeah. take them through a progression and they just do five minutes a day and yeah. it's it's going to help these people literally with their stress and with so many different i totally see that for you Val, because yeah, that's an yeah. amazing business idea yeah. i can i can see me being able to tell a patient look go to this guy's app order a drum five minutes a day just drum away and <laughs> Okay, you get a percentage. <laughs> that is something that people can walk into that yeah. and not be afraid of understanding that you're going to get the, the benefit of meditation and quieting your mind by doing this active therapy. Yeah. It's great that you say that, David, because that's, that feedback comes fairly frequently that, you know, I just cannot med meditate. I've tried. I've done various things, experimented a bit with it. I just cannot sit. It's, it, you know, sometimes like my head just becomes, now it's a, an opportunity for me to sit and just, blah, 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 right? Um, but they've said drumming totally does it for me. So, you know, it yeah. can be an option, definitely. Well, and I see both. There's active meditations and there's passive. Yeah. And, and I think drumming is at the very top of the list, man, for a very therapeutic, powerful way of getting your meditation into an active type. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I recently um, uh, heard uh, Michael Harner, uh, The Way of the Shaman, uh, he wrote that book, um, speak, and it was interesting what he said. He was, he was talking about the progression of his career over about 40, 40 years or so, um, and he'd been studying psychotropic plants and the medicinal benefits of such, and... Um, he said, near the end of my career, I discovered drumming, actually. And he says, funny thing, you know, that, um, you know, I'm finding that drumming gives the same effects as, as for instance, uh, some of the same effects as, for instance, ayahuasca. Yeah. And you don't have to ingest the substance. <laughs> nice. So, so for, you know, uh, for those of us who are, like we have a friend, right, right Nick, who says, uh, I like to get high on my own supply <laughs> and uh, Diogenes. And um, I, that's what I've been pursuing for the last couple of decades is I want to be absolutely clear of all substances mm -hmm. because, because I'm on a, an experiment to see how high can I get mm -hmm. just on, you know, oxygen, on the you know, on the uh, healing powers of the earth, um, being out in nature, um, the drum, and just all the other, the Kundalini Yoga experiences that we have through meditation and through movement and all of that. Um, 
you know, uh, it's a great way forward. If you can, you know, if you can model for youth, actually, if I were, you know, I could tell youth, I do tell youth that um, I feel like I'm getting higher these days than I ever got on any sub substance. Because yeah. there is, there's always some uncertainty there with the substance and mm -hmm. something could go wrong here. And, and different intention too. Yeah, and the body t pays a big price. Yeah. You know, and of course, we, we've all done that. We, we've, you know, paid a bit of a price. Yeah. But you just can't keep that up. We yeah. can't sustain it, right? Totally. So, I love that we're relating this even to that addictive tendency in our mind. And it sort of calls forth this idea that what are we really searching for when we're searching for the, through, through these experiences? We're searching for altered states of consciousness. Yes. And that's exactly what's happening in, in these drum circles that you're giving people. It's, it's an access point for people when they're deep in their disease. It's, it's elevating their energy and their vibration out of that state of consciousness. Yes. And it doesn't cost you anything other than the first little whack of the drum. You know, you get that first little whack of skin to skin. It's like, there's something here. Yes. And you feel it immediately. And it's not like you have to do this 20, 30 times before you start getting a benefit from it. It's really yep. just creating that, that intention, that, that connection. And then you just, you watch your body transform. You can't yes. help but be transformed uh, being in this experience. Yes. Totally. So that's, that's amazing. Um, we're running out of time here and I want to uh, make sure we, we can give people an access point to look you up, yes. follow you, all those things. So yes. it's drumming and health. Where can people either contact you, follow your work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. yeah, good. So you can go on my website, which is drummingandhealth.com. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook. My business page is Drumming and Health. Um, also, Lyle Pova, we can connect uh, personally. Mm -hmm. In that way, I'm on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, you can, uh, you know, on my website, you can join my newsletter list, all of that, yeah. yeah. Um, and for, join, those, for those that maybe are wanting to uh, partner up with you and support you on this this drumming circuit, and, yes. and, and they can do the same thing through that. Exactly, yeah, yeah you can just Google uh, drum run, mm -hmm. and uh, lots of information will come up. Uh, we're gonna start uh, doing Zoom uh, sessions, where people who would like to be involved in uh, drum run and that's really across the board community really because it involves the running community the yoga community the medical community the um <coughs> the um running community yeah so yeah that's amazing good so we and we always like to leave people with uh, some home place some 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 way to start to experience some of the the knowledge that you're sharing yes um do you have any sort of tips for people, you know, whether they have a drama home, maybe they don't, what, what's something that they can do to start to, you know, embrace some of this rhythm and frequency into their lives? Yeah. Well, um, I would say if there's a way, uh, some people can't, you know, can't take up running, yeah. uh, but r running is so rhythmical and there's so many healing modalities out there. Uh, for people who say that, um, you know, my, I don't think my joints could take it. I have to say just quickly that I've been recommended not to run by, by, by many, 
yeah. many, many people. And I, I always say, you know, like I listen to my body. If my body says, Lyle, you better not run, then I won't run. Yeah. But um, the because running is so rhythmical, walking, get outside, that sort of thing. Go online. You can you can find some really fun rhythms online, um, where you know there's an an expression that if you can play it on your body, then you can play it on a drum. Whatever you know, there's so many of us kind of closet percussionists kind of thing, right? Like play on your body while you're walking, while you're running, that sort of thing. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. We were, I was away for the weekend with a couple of buddies, and when Ryan, he's like, it's a friend of ours. He he plays drum all the time. He says I could be waiting for something. I'm playing the drum. I could, I could pick up. I he he loves sound frequency, and so he'll he'll play a drum on a door and just sort of spend some time just creating a rhythm. Yes. And I can, I can just imagine you know watching you probably go through your day, and you're probably doing something similar either inside or or somewhere else, and totally. And, and some of that may just be, you know, listening more to your environment, just being a little more present and, and tuning in. And, and I love how you made the recommendation of just getting some movement because movement is a, is a rhythm too that you can create in your body. Yes. That's powerful, powerful stuff. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. David. Em- embrace the rhythm within. Indeed. There's so many ways to do it. And Lyle's a walking example, man. <laughs> Something that he, he does it in so many ways every day. Mm-hmm. love it embrace the rhythm within that might be a good embrace the rhythm within Drum yeah beautiful look at beautiful. is on fire with business ideas <laughs> i don't know what's happening to you man they're just flowing today <laughs> you're just you're tuning into the the men's camp uh drumming experience and it's just it's just yeah. coming out of you yeah yeah i yeah, love it that's great well, Lyle, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Um, Thank you so much. Any way that we can support and, and share your stuff with, with, with the world, um, you know, we're, we're happy to and, and honored because obviously you. the impact is massive for people. And, and maybe one more thing for, for people to, um, you know, there's, there's lots of different pages, like even Facebook groups and things like that where people can look for drum circles in the area. Yes. Right. And I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's lots of availability to, to have an experience. I mean, like I said, we, we actually had Lau come in and do a drum ceremony with the people at our, for our wedding, uh, 10 year wedding uh, renewal celebration. And it was an experience that most people have never had before. Yes. yes. And so it was so impactful. And, and, you know, sometimes we just have to kind of get a little uncomfortable to get really in, to get really comfortable inside. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and I encourage, you know, if you've never been to a drum circle, look one up, look up Lyle's work, you know, try to find a way to, to appreciate that rhythm within and embrace the rhythm within as David embrace said. The rhythm within. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Thank you so much for being here, Lyle. Yes. Lyle, thank I'm you, awesome. man. This was awesome. Pleasure. I had a blast today with you. You guys. Thank you. You so too, much birthday boy. Yeah. <laughs> as always, as always. Thanks so much. Okay, take care, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Dads and share with your family and friends. You can also follow and interact with Dr. Nick and Dr. David on Facebook and Instagram for a daily dose of inspiration and the latest in health and wellness. Be well.